We're all going to be like three little Fonzies here. We're going to be cool. We're going to be cool. We're going to be cool. Welcome back to the Three Little Fonzies. We're recording moments before Game 4, the Celtics game, on a Wednesday night. So let's get right into it, guys, so we can hopefully catch at least the second half. How are we doing? What's new with you guys? I was wondering, by the way, I saw that the Celtics are favored tonight, yeah. uh, which I think is you know fair considering momentum and the fact that you know, this is Gordon Hayward's second game back. He looked, you know, decent enough last game. But I was curious, like, do you think that they've been favored in every game? Like, if you went to look at the lines before yeah. every game? Yeah, which is crazy. You know, it's it's kind of like I feel it's the same with the Nuggets where the Heat, you know, people continue. Although I do think that, you know, the Celtics I saw today, they've led for like 75, 80% of the whole series. Kind of reminds me of the Mets when they led for... 45 of 54 innings in the World <laughs> Series a couple years ago to the Royals and then lost. But, uh, was that, but yeah. Oh, no. no. That was when Beltran struck out looking. Well, who's no, that no, again? That, that was, was the NLCS. The actual, yeah, yeah, that, that was, was the NLCS. NLCS. Yeah, yeah. This is the World Series. But the point is, yeah, be interesting to see what happens tonight. I uh, I do hope the Celtics win. I hope the series goes to seven. But, um, yeah. Uh, I'm excited to see see what happens. Tonight's going to be incredibly telling. I think we should just leave it at that because by the time we record next week, it's going to be a totally different story. So we might as well wait to see what happens in that Celtics department. If they lose tonight, I mean, it's really all over. But I don't know. Lots up in the air. Uh, what about don't week two it's NFL? Over. I mean, look at the Nuggets. But yeah. In it was a crazy week. I think this is one of the best weeks of football I might have ever seen in my life between the Dallas Falcons game, the Chiefs Chargers game. A lot of things are going on. Yeah, the Patriots. The Patriots game. on the goal line at the end, but Cam's still looking good. Cam's still looking a tragedy. Fantastic. That they fucking signed him. I saw some, t- some statistic about all of the fucking quarterbacks who are getting paid more than Cam. Yeah. It's a... It's a nauseating list of like backup quarterbacks and third stringers, even probably that are getting paid more money than him. But legacy, but, baby, it's all about all about the legacy with him at this point. That's exactly what you want to hear as a Patriots fan. Yeah, it's exciting, but I think injury. Uh, yeah, a couple big comebacks yeah. games. Cowboys, yeah, probably probably stole the show. But I was just gonna say injuries, injuries is kind of yeah, injuries is kind of the big news. Saquon, uh, yeah, dude. Saquon, Christian yeah. McCaffrey. To top Nick two Bosa. people, the Nick Bosa. But I'm just saying, like from a fantasy perspective, that's the top two of almost no, anyone who speaks to Stratton. Well, McCaffrey Saquon at least McCaffrey. is only out for a few weeks, whereas Saquon is literally done for the season. But early in your season, that, though, when you got your number one back out for four weeks, that's a although tough spot. I think, well, yeah, no, the Giants are going to suck, and we do you know, that. We do arguably that. both of the worst teams in the league will be from New York, which is like not by any means a far cry from the past few years, but this year. Truly, two two of the worst teams in the league, if not the two worst teams, I almost have, definitely. I have more faith though from, from the Giants' perspective. Just having Coach Judge, seeing Danny, like obviously he has too many turnovers, but that's something that can easily be fixed. 
I think you guys are way more fucked from a coaching perspective. I think Gase. We is are, but horrendous. we are, but it seems it seems like I mean it's very early, but it seems like the Jets are definitely heading in the direction of Trevor Lawrence. You know, finally waking up the fucking beat reporters who have defended Gase are actually starting to write scathing articles about him. Thank God. You know, there were so many articles like, well, you know, you got to give Gase credit. You know, Darnold out with Mono still took this team to 7-9. and nine. It's like, yeah, well, if you look at the goddamn statistics, they're the worst team in the league across the board. You know, four days after being called an offensive genius by Christopher Johnson, they go out there and literally embarrass themselves, can't score a touchdown until the absolute end of the game against, like, the 49ers' backups. It was a sick they get absolutely destroyed. It was a great, it was a great pass. <laughs> Yeah, it was sick. I mean, Sam has potential, but he still looked awful throughout the game against backups and scrubs again. And now players are starting to say, too, like there's no energy in practice, you know, yada, yada, yada. Gaze continues to, you know, absolve himself of any blame. He said today that, uh, you know, if we run the plays as executed, we'll be fine, which is laughable because Darnold was literally like 12 of 13 at the end of the second quarter with like 48 yards because he's calling these, like, five-yard out routes and shit. So, it's just, it's so embarrassing. It's awful. Hopefully, Gase will get fired. It's tough uh, to be a New York know, sports not... fan right now. Because if unless you're a fucking Buffalo Bills fan, or a Yankees fan. Well, the Yankees are going to make the playoffs. Yeah, the They Bills already made the playoffs. Great. They clinched, and they look fucking phenomenal. Phenomenal. The Bills look great. Great matchup this weekend between the Bills and the Rams, actually. How crazy is it that it's always it's already basically playoff time for baseball? That's it, that blows my mind. It Dude, seems like it started like yesterday. It is it's honestly though, I'm at the point, like especially before the Islanders were knocked out, I'm at the point where it's too many sports going on at once. Like I'm I have the Islanders on, you know, my laptop. I'm watching the fucking whatever football games up on the TV or if there's an NBA game and then I'm checking my phone for the Yankees. Like this is just like, I know this is exactly what I wanted, but this is overload overload. It's funny you say that because I remember when the PGA championship was on whatever it was a month, month and a half ago, I watched so much golf. I feel like I watched the entire tournament and this past weekend, I did not watch a second of the U S open because I was just US so busy. I was yeah. so busy There's with so the other things. sports, There's though. Everything's like, going on. And yeah, on Sunday, Anthony it. Davis hit the Sunday night. Anthony Davis was hitting a buzzer beater while the Patriots and the Seahawks were playing. I mean, it was tough to keep up. You know, it's it's basketball, NBA playoffs, and NFL just regular season are not two things that generally remotely coincide. And uh, you know, I love nights like tonight where we have. The Celtics and the Heat, and that's it. And obviously, we got to well, get to that. We have the Stanley but, Cup, uh, but no one cares because Dallas. Yeah, but I don't give a shit about the Stanley Cup. One of one of my friends said the other day, and it's true for me. Uh, if I didn't know the Islanders were in it, and now they're gone, I literally couldn't tell you a single team that's like competing in that, or that has been. Competing it's the Stars versus Lightning. <laughs> That's who it is. But yeah, I mean, two irrelevant fucking cities. Well, something I was watching that I know you guys are less into, but I'm pretty big into the UFC these days. Anti porn. Uh, uh, anti. <laughs> they said anti porn. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was like, what? But uh, yeah, I know you were Greenwald. I knew you'd be. Upset. Yeah, I was a little... <laughs> but but Kobe, Kobe, this guy Kobe Covington, he's a he always wears like the MAGA hat and everything, and he's the big Trump so guy. He goes to his ra- rallies and everything. He's fighting this dude Tyron Woodley, who like all all week in the lead up to his fight would just answer media questions with anything 
All he said was like, I'm here for Black Lives Matter. They'd be like, are you excited to, to face the winner? Maybe, maybe get a title fight again? He's like, I'm excited for Black Lives Matter. Like, that's like all he was saying. So there was some kind of political, some racial tension going into it. And uh, Kobe Covington dominated. He got a call from Trump like during his post-fight interview. And you could even like hear Trump during the call, which has like never been done before. And also Greenwald, I know you've brought this up to our attention a couple times, but he was also calling like LeBron a bitch and like just like <laughs> liberals in general, soy boys, and talking about how the yeah. silent majority is gonna gonna settle things on November 3rd and everything. Well, that's He's so going silent off. anymore. He was getting so passionate and so riled up and... Uh, yeah, I, I think you were more interested in the LeBron aspect of it. Uh, but what do you think about that, Greenwald? No, it's it's not even so much the LeBron aspect so much as it's Trump being such a fucking spineless hypocrite here in that he says, you know, keep sports out of politics. Don't kneel for the flag. Keep it outside of your, of your sports. Find other ways to protest. But if it's pro-Trump, he's totally fine with it. He's fine with this guy going on during his interview, calling him during that and congratulating him while he's wearing his Keep America Great hat. I think it's just laughably hypocritical, especially when I don't really have any problem with, that. you know, what what is so wrong about what the NBA players have done? All they're trying to do is encourage people to vote. They're trying to get people to vote. They're trying to draw awareness to situations like what happened with Breonna Taylor, and despite that, they still didn't even do enough because clearly – you know, nothing was enough to get those cops charged. So I just think that the idea, you know, just pick your lane and stick with it, Trump. Like, great, you have a supporter, but calling him on air and, and congratulating him and putting your very visceral and vocal and visual support behind him when you say that politics should be kept out of sports is what well, he, he incredibly he did, hypocritical. He didn't actually know that he was on air and the girl like interviewing Kobe Covington was like you might want to tell him, because, like, imagine if Trump was, like, so happy. Fuck Jack Greenwald. <laughs> Dude, I'm sure, I, I actually didn't see, but I'm sure if you go to Trump's feed, he retweeted the fucking clip. I'm of course sure he, he was very but happy to be on the air congratulating him. I think, so. I understand what you're saying of him saying, like, keep that out, keep politics out of sports and things, but you're comparing, you know, kneeling for the flag which is a separate issue to him calling someone and congratulating them. I'm not comparing kneeling to the flag because they don't do that. They, you know, the, the NBA players haven't been doing that. They've just been like standing with their arms locked together uh, since the beginning. The beginning games. I mean, not all they of vocally. Them. They've definitely kneeled. They, I yeah, but they I'm have. Not, but I hear what you're saying, Greenwald. Like, yeah, I agree. I don't think like the NBA players, in hindsight especially, have been that outlandish. Like, there were like the rumors were bigger than anything of like them maybe stopping the season and not playing. But like, have they been like that disruptive or provocative? N- nothing negative really comes to my mind with the NBA players' actions. So yeah, I don't really see the point of attack from Kobe Covington, but uh. I also don't really see a big problem with Trump calling him. Yeah, he's congratulating. No, I don't see a problem with Trump calling him either. I I, I really don't, especially because he knows he's a supporter and he's... My problem is that he probably did... No, yeah, I I, I understand what you're saying. I just think I'm sure Trump did retweet it. And I'm sure if someone were to say to him, like, what do you think of Kobe Covington wearing a MAGA hat during his interview? He'd be like, oh, I fucking love it. 
Yeah, like, definitely. Yes. Yeah, well, what do you expect him to whereas, say? You think he's going to be like? Whereas, Fuck if that LeBron guy. James is wearing a shirt that says "Arrest the cops who killed Breonna Taylor" or something like that, he'd be like, "That's an embarrassment, and that shouldn't okay. be done during the NBA." You know, games keep politics out of sports and whatnot, and that's that's my point. But honestly, I'm not even. My beef isn't so much with Trump here, so much as it is with Kobe Covington for criticizing these people for you know. I'm with that. He, like, he, he's you know, the he most says hated. LeBron is like whatever. It's like, dude, you're doing the same fucking thing, but on the other side. So what he's are you talking like, about? he's uh, he's known in the UFC as like it's almost like everyone kind of thinks that he puts on this personality just just to make more money to sell more sell more it's events. It's definitely or, working. We're more, talking more pay per view buys. No, it is working absolutely. But it's like polarizing, uh, it's polarizing, yeah. and, that, and, that, and that's the idea. They, al- too. they almost say he brings like a WWE superstar star kind of approach to the UFC just to draw attraction to himself. Uh, but he, he definitely like his the smile on his face receiving the call from Trump was genuine. He definitely is a true Trump supporter. But I think he does go a bit above and beyond and a bit <laughs> overboard sometimes, like to to play up that character. But we're already kind of on a political trajectory now based on this conversation, guys. Let's move on to the left versus right. What's on your guys' mind in the political world? We're getting closer. It's a, it's really, it's officially election season. Things are heating up. You guys are sending a lot more kind of politically charged messages within our group chats now. It's getting excited. Things are heating up. What's bothering you guys at the moment? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a million things. I think Liam... We're just going to go through agreed. topics, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think we kind of agreed this time we'd mostly just focus on topics. I don't know if there's anything you want to bring up first. I think that the elephant in the room, uh, pardon the pun, but I think the elephant in the room is, is <laughs> the Supreme Court situation, which, I would, which I'd rather kind of focus on, but I don't know if there's something that you wanted to bring up first. Um you know, that, that you wanted to talk about before we kind of got into that topic. Yeah, I mean, where's Hunter Biden was going to just be my, for obviously the Supreme Court is the number one issue we're going to be speaking about. But this, um, the findings on Hunter Biden were a little, what's going on with that man? That's his son, right? Do you know what they yeah. were or did you just like read a headline? No, the and... $3.5 million from the ex-Moscow I think mayor's wife or someone, and it was linked to potentially prostitution rings or child trafficking rings. Obviously, it's all potentially linked to, but the fact that it's even out there and that they're discussing his ties to the Chinese Communist National Party, to um, the Ukraine, is a little uneasy, and we haven't seen him in God knows how long. So just kind of wondering what their stance is on that or how you even feel about it just going off of everything that's come out Greenwald of what your thoughts on Hunter are. Yeah. I mean, I think at the end of the day, there's a reason that if you watch like the Republican national convention, they talked at length about China, 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 this China, that China virus, blah, blah, blah. But they never talk about Russia because they know that Trump is basically a Putin puppet and that Putin is doing whatever the fuck he wants Um, I honestly, I've seen what Hunter Biden has kind of benefited from, and I feel like there are shady dealings there, although I'm not exactly sure. I think it's very gravely exaggerated by the Republicans the same way that like Hillary's emails, for example, were gravely exaggerated as a problem, but turning them into like something that... But how is it not a problem that that, that, that she destroyed them all and didn't say anything about it? 
how is that not an issue or a little question or a little uneasy for you? I mean, what's more concerning to me is the amount of Trump like party officials that have literally been arrested and lied under oath. So no, I'm over Hillary's emails by now. And I, I, especially going back to the Hunter Biden thing, have an issue with the people who are calling this a problem, i.e. the children of the president who work in the president's office and who are taking pictures with Goya beans in his office because they can make money off of advertising with that, who are, you know, striking deals with Chinese Russian officials to get Trump hotels built in foreign countries. And they have a problem with like one Hunter Biden thing. I'm, again, it's not multiple saying Hunter Biden deal, things, though. It's but a lot of money being that's a little shady. those in glass houses shouldn't throw stones related to that in sticking with the topic, I guess, of presidential candidates, children. Did I not see something too today that Eric Trump has to go to some trial that they're originally trying to delay till after the election, but now it'll happen yeah. beforehand? Yeah. Eric so I don't Trump know what it is. That... I don't know what it is, but yeah. sketchy, sketchy kids seems to be uh, a thing for Trump and Biden. Does it not? Or, or are they different scales? I mean, I would argue definitely more so on the Trump side of things. I mean, I mean of course because you will. his entire his I mean, I would, though, and I think it's I think it's just a fact. Like Biden, Biden's kids, Bo, who tragically died of cancer, but was an attorney general for Delaware and by all accounts was like an incredible, incredible human being, ex, ex veteran uh, or veteran, you know, before he passed away. But and then he has a daughter who I forget her name and then Hunter with this one situation, whereas for Trump, you've got Eric, Donald and Ivanka, Donald Jr., all in the Trump organization, which Eric is testifying on because they have done some very shady dealings where they allegedly, you know, gave money to charity and the charities are saying we never received that money. That's what he's testifying on because they put that in their tax returns and then the charity said they never got it and they used that to get tax cuts. But the point is, you know, again, not saying whatever it is that Hunter Biden did, which I think it's still kind of vague and unclear um, it doesn't look is good. not questionable. I do think I do think he took advantage of, you know, the opportunities he had vis-a-vis Joe Biden to gain financially. But like I said, those in glass houses should not throw stones. Ivanka, Eric, Donald Jr. are doing that every single day. They continue to do it. Jared Kushner is in a position he has literally zero authority or background or experience in. He's done well with peace you know, in the Middle East. He didn't broker any fucking peace. He he brokered some situation where, you know, flights from the United Arab Emirates will go to Israel. That's literally it. That's not a peace deal. That's that's literally nothing. But I think we've I think we've, you know, beaten this into death and it's very much indicative of what you see Liam absorbing because if you turn what on do you Fox see you absorbing Biden, too, bro? It goes Hunter both Biden ways. That. You yeah, think it goes I'm one admitting, way? I'm I haven't heard you say a single bad thing about Trump's kids who are literally in power right now, striking these deals all the time, building their empire in Saudi Arabia, so that when Saudi Arabia murders a journalist, that we don't do anything about it. We don't give a shit that he worked for the Washington Post when Jamal Khashoggi was murdered, and we know that it was ordered by the Saudi Arabian. Uh, Prince, we know that, but because the Trumps have hotels that they're building in Saudi Arabia, we don't do anything about it. 
Do you want to speak about that, or do you want to just like keep talking about this Hunter Biden thing? No, I will say like obviously it's going both ways where they're definitely into some shady dealings of the sorts, but it doesn't make either side right that both sides it are doesn't. doing it. I, I mean, again, at the end of the day, I think it, whatever you want to say, and if you even want to chalk it up to what Connor said, like that their kids are doing things that you know whatever you want to say don't represent them, even though Trump's kids very much do, and Hunter Biden does represent Joe. Uh, even if you want to say that, that has nothing to do with what I am voting for Biden for and why I think Trump is literally the worst thing like maybe ever to happen to America. The reason I think that is because he doesn't believe in climate change because 200,000 people have died of COVID and we're like, we still should be on lockdown and that was preventable. And he says that he did an amazing job, which is just objectively not true. In every other country, way less people have died and they're way more open. But Moving on to what I think, like I said, is the bigger elephant in the room. I think that as much as this is left versus right, and yes, Liam and I absorb different things, and yes, we have different political leanings, there is literally no denying that what Republicans are doing right now around the Supreme Court is maybe the most hypocritical thing and downright just like awful thing that I've seen in politics. So on Friday night, Ruth Bader Ginsburg died of pancreatic cancer. Supreme Court is a lifetime appointment, as we all know. And so it is the president's job to nominate someone who doesn't go to the House, but goes to the Senate to be voted on vis-a-vis a majority vote. Um, and in most cases, there are hearings, but they are saying now that they're actually going to fast track this candidate without hearings. But the reason I bring this up is because in 2016, when Obama was president in February, Antonin Scalia died. When Antonin Scalia died on the Supreme Court, Obama nominated this guy named Merrick Garland, who was incredibly qualified, but the Senate, which was Republican-controlled at the time, led by Mitch McConnell, refused to hold a hearing, saying that the people should decide in an election year in 2016, they should pick the president, and that president should then pick the Supreme Court nominee. It's called a lame duck year. Now, with less than, like, 45 days to the election— they are saying that it is their duty for Trump's nominee to be approved and voted in and put on the Supreme Court with less than 45 days after saying in 2016 that they should let the people decide. They're not going to do that. Is the Senate still and, a Republican majority? Yes. It is. It is. And we don't, we don't need to watch like a lot of this, but I just want to show you these first two people because it's so unbelievably hilarious and shameless and they don't even care they really don't because they know that it's what they have to say but just just watch this this is just going to be lindsey graham videos it is i want you to use my words against me if there's a republican president in 2016 and a vacancy occurs in the last year of the first term you can say lindsey graham said let's let the next president who it whoever it might be make that nomination and you could use my words against me and you'd be absolutely right. If an opening comes in the last year of President Trump's term and the primary process has started, we'll wait to the next election. There is a long tradition that you don't do this in an election year. The Senate is advising right now, we are advising that a lame duck president in an election year is not going to be able to tip the balance of the Supreme Court. I think it is particularly important that the Senate take it up and, and confirm this, this nomination before the election. Because Joe Biden has, has been explicit. He has said 
if he doesn't win, he's going to challenge this election. He's going to go to court. He's going to challenge it. He's already hired a big legal team. Hillary Clinton has told Joe Biden under no circumstances should you concede. Given that, there is a serious risk of a constitutional crisis. There's another one with McConnell after that, yeah. but he's so boring and everyone knows what he's saying. So just but... real just real quick, if there's any confusion uh, to the people listening, that was some then and then now uh, quotes yeah, from, back to back. from Lindsey Graham. Lindsey that, Graham, and, and, Lindsey Ted Graham Cruz. and Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. Yeah. What's most embarrassing about these quotes, especially from Lindsey Graham, is that he twice said in each of those, on the on the first one, he says, "Use my words against me." Yeah, he's literally right. saying in the that. Second yeah. one, in the second one, he says, "Hold the tape, like hold me to it." And Ted Cruz is just back to back. But I think what's laughable about the Ted Cruz thing too is that, like, and I'm not going to show it, but in this clip, literally today, Trump said, "Quote: We need nine justices. You need that with the unsolicited millions of ballots that they're sending. You're going to need nine justices." because he's going to make claims of election fraud if he doesn't win the election. So based the off the mail-in ballots, if the mail-in ballots are swaying the election, I think it's an important yeah, point to make. Yeah, but I mean, for example, like they are literally trying to suppress votes. I mean, in Florida, you know, they originally had a problem with felons voting because it was, you know, they needed to pay off their debts or whatever that they had from jail. Bloomberg paid them off. And now they're saying he's not allowed to do that, which is a clear indication that they just don't want people to vote. But sticking on topic here, it comes back to Liam. You would say, right, that you're fiscally conservative but socially liberal. Would you say that? Is that correct? Yes or no? I mean, not 100% socially liberal, but yeah, I, I would say I lean a little bit more. But I would like to make a counterpoint, too, before I go into that. Go ahead. Make your counterpoint. So when RBG said in 2016, and again, RIP is terrible that she passed away. But the president is elected for four years, not three years. So the power that has in year three continues in year four. Maybe some members of the Senate will wake up and appreciate that's how it should be. Ooh. She's so saying. Using, what, what is your, what is your so point? So she's saying so using that. using RBG's words against her now. I, yeah, but I just, first of all, we can't use RBG's words against her. Why? Because unfortunately she's no longer here and her literal dying wish to her daughter, she said on the night that she dude, died. Dude, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what she wish. tells. I'm just saying. I'm it doesn't saying. matter what she says, though. Who okay, so why does it matter what she said then? I mean, it doesn't why matter. Why does it matter if, more it, what okay, she said me, then? Let me, okay, let me reiterate. It doesn't matter. You literally matter. just it boxed yourself no, in. No, I did. It doesn't matter that she says what her dying wishes are. That's great. It's a shame that she's So when she was alive and, and wasn't dying in the night she, she died, can't, that mattered more. She has no power. Because she said it was convenient. She has no power. To tell her niece or granddaughter, whoever it was, who she was. Okay, so why though? I know I'm asking you. I understand that you're saying that. So you're saying though that what you said before that was was important because she said it in 2016. Yes, and when then she, she flip flopped, just like McConnell. Did. I mean, not, oh, well, McConnell too, but just like Lindsey Graham has flip flopped, <laughs> so has she. It's the same goddamn thing on both sides. She didn't flip flop. She didn't flip flop. All she, she said, said was yes, that the president's did. power lasts. The, she said she the said president's the president... power lasts. For four years, and it does. Yes, he has the he has the authority to, to pick so. a nominee. And then she, but it's said the Senate's responsibility. To. After saying in 2016 for nine months, starting in February, that they wouldn't even hold a hearing for Merrick Garland, that they're going to now fast track someone 45 days before the people get to vote on who they think the next president should be and get to pick that replacement. That makes literally no How sense. How does that make no sense that all. she flip flopped on the same issue? Because she didn't say. 
if I die 45 days before the election, replace me. She said the president has power for four years. That doesn't change anything. And, it, and her words aren't more valuable then than they are now or were on Friday night when she died. I have a quick question. Uh, so you say it's a life sentence, Greenwald. Does that mean they literally have to serve till death or like... I mean, no, she, they can retire. She Life was old. So, so, so my question is, she's old. She was old as fuck. Like, why didn't she retire during the Obama administration? It's a great question, and and my grandmother, who is like a professor of leadership and everything, you know, RBG, absolute hero, feminist icon, you know, liberal icon for many reasons. But my grandmother says that like one of her biggest legacies in a negative way will be that she didn't step down when she could have during Obama's presidency to let him pick someone. Instead, she waited. She was sh she was apparently certain Hillary would win, and then she obviously didn't. She fought through as much as she could, but her pancreatic cancer came back with a vengeance, and obviously ultimately she passed away, and now we're looking at potentially three nominees even if Trump loses that they could potentially, three new judges that he will have appointed during his time, Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, and now whoever this nominee will be. But my point is for the younger generation, for the people who believe in na nationwide legalized marijuana, the people who believe that a woman should have the right to choose so that God forbid, if you have to have that conversation or if you know something happens that a woman has that right to choose and it's legally and safely available to her, and thirdly, if you don't have a problem with or believe that same-sex marriage and you know same-sex people who love each other should have the same rights, those things are all on the table. Come, you know, this situation. Like, and if, and honestly, if they fast track someone before the election, it won't even matter. Plus, the fucking election itself now potentially, as Trump is saying. And so, it's just really concerning. I mean, it's just laughable though how shameless politicians are and and it is on both sides Chuck Schumer but did it as well you can that say side. that you can it, say it, that it, whatever it's, you it's, want it's Liam. you can say that whatever you want but it happens to be the republicans it happens to be the republicans right now because who went we on record for nine too. months and did chuck went on record not? for nine months did chuck schumer not? huh did chuck schumer not also flip-flop on this issue why would he have flip-flop he, he's never had an opportunity to flip-flop on this issue and that's what i'm saying is who knows you can speak in hypotheticals and what ifs all you want but the fact is that in 2016, for nine months, Republicans said, it's up to an election year, leave it up to the people, they'll pick the president, and that president should nominate someone. And now they're saying the exact opposite because it's convenient for them. Who knows if Democrats would do the same? I don't. No one does because it's a what if. But the fact is that's what Republicans are doing. It's just a fact. What do you guys think will be the result? Do you think there will be a Supreme Court judge appointed uh, within the net before the election, or I think before. Sadly, yes, yes because, because really, what's Mitt it called? Romney there, yeah. said, <laughs> gonna, yeah. yeah, Mitt, Mitt Romney, Romney said he was going to vote. So we were they were so they were worried that Mitt Romney would say no, and then it would go to a split where Mike Pence would break that split, obviously, and I think we all yeah, know how he, he would vote. The, the so decided Mitt Romney vote. just came out and said that he is supporting this. Uh, I think two Republican. Senators are opposing it, but we still have the 51 yeah. majority. Susan Collins and Lisa Murkowski. Collins, I still have no respect for because she's just doing it because it's her best bet of winning her election, which she's probably yeah. going to lose. Murkowski actually has, you know, 
is sticking with her principles because that's what she said before. And I, I admire her. I honestly don't know much else about her, but I do know that I admire that. I know that, you know, John McCain, there's no shot. He would have flip-flopped. I just think the fact that you have to toe the party line these days, and again, it's on both sides. Like, both sides feel they have to toe the party line. But the fact is that that's what Republicans are doing in an embarrassingly hypocritical fashion right now. And we're all going to pay the price for it, especially young people who care about a lot of things that are going to go to the Supreme Court and, you know, last until the next time they get reviewed. So it's a very consequential and sad thing. And I think, uh, you know... We're all going to have to pay the price for it. Well, lastly, before we move on to the hot box, guys, we're, we're betting, guys. How confident How confident are you guys in your respective candidates to win the election? Meaning, Greenwald, how confident are you that Biden's going to win the election and dish out Trump? Right? How, how confident are you that Trump is going to win the re- election? I'm curious. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm good. You go ahead, Liam. <laughs> I was going to say, I am... I'm quite confident, to be honest. I just, I, I honestly don't even have a read on this. Like, I have no idea which way it's going to go. From the bottom of my heart, I have no idea. Like, I would not put any amount of money on either candidate. But in my heart of hearts, I do think Trump is going to win. And I do think whoever wins will face a lot of backlash from the other side, given the absentee ballots, everything going on. There is going to be a fight no matter who wins the election. There's going to be a fight from the other side. I... I do think Trump is going to win. I do. Yeah, I mean, I do I do fear for the post-election aftermath. It's going to be terrible. No, matter no one's going to win. Gonna be, no one's going to win. It's going to be brutal. I don't even think that. I'm, I mean, well, I do think that, but I'm more so with saying I think the streets and stuff, I think it's going to be Chaos. just a not, not a good scene, especially when you have questions today like Trump literally saying, you know, like, I, the difference is I genuinely do believe also in my heart of hearts that, like, if Biden loses fair and square, that he will he will concede. Like, Trump says, like, Hillary still... She conceded. Like, she gave, she knew she lost. She gave, she conceded. Like, she was at Trump's inauguration. The absentee I think if Trump loses, he's going to very, very, very strongly call into question the integrity of the election. That's very He's fair. already doing it. He's setting it up to do that now which is honestly terrifying. It's why I do hope Biden would win in convincing fashion. However, I don't think there's any chance of that. I think Biden has a chance of winning by a small margin, but like... Do you think that's going to be pre-absentee ballots or post? Because I think there's a situation where I mean, what do you think is going to happen? They're just going to not count any mail-in ballots? No, I think we are. What I'm saying is I think on election night, they could, you know, Trump could win, but then all these absentee ballots could float in or whatever ballots. And then I mean, at the end of the day, it only comes, it literally, it only comes down to certain states, right? Like it's going to come down, you know, we know which way all of these different, you know, the Northeast and, you know, the funny thing is the Civil War never really ended. We know the Southeast is going to vote for the most part. We know the Northeast is going to vote. Like we know how California is going to vote. We know how Texas is probably going to vote. But we don't know how Wisconsin, Ohio, Michigan, Florida, North Carolina, Minnesota, certain states like that are going to vote, and it's going to come down to them. Um, I think Biden has a chance in my heart of hearts. I also, and it it depresses the shit out of me, but I feel like Trump is probably going to win. And I say that because I'd rather expect the worst and pray for the best. It's the reason I talk about politics so much, because I, I really do think any person who can actually listen and resonate with what we're saying or at least what I'm trying to say, and Liam, it's why it's so sad to me that it doesn't resonate with you, because I do think that every vote counts. 
But I, I do think that Trump's base is so riled up and, you know, he can count on them. Whereas there's so many people like, you know, Connor, you and everyone we were abroad with in 2016 who didn't really give a shit. And granted, most people know it's more important now. But if the people who don't really give a shit continue to not give a shit and all they know is this top base level layer of like, yeah, Trump's kind of, you know, kind of crazy and kind of brash, but you know, he seems more capable than Biden and he seems kind of old, like then, then it's fucked because Trump supporters are going to come out and you know, the same people that came out are going to come out again. So we'll see, but God, I really fucking hope Biden wins. I mean, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. I think the only, by the way, if COVID never happened, I will say that I would put my, I would put my life savings on Trump, but I do think COVID really like, Again, same thing. Greenwald started COVID. COVID is so obviously Greenwald made it. He, with he could not have handled it more poorly. Mask mandates and all of the measures that were told to do by scientists and doctors have visibly and very clearly worked throughout the rest of the world, and we've done a horrible job because we made it a political issue. And for some reason, wearing masks was a question of our freedom. So I, I hope that that's a big reason that he will lose. But we'll see. You guys know what time it is? It's time for me to go take a piss. I was going to say it's hot box time, damn it, but I'll, I'll piss too. Dude, is it actually? Because it's always time for that. I don't right know before the hot box, you guys, you guys have tiny little bladders. All right, fine. It's my tiny wiener, dude. It's hot box time officially now after the, after bathroom time or whatever you said the first time around. All right, who's going first? I want to save mine a little bit. I think it might be best served last. Uh, who's who's going to start off with their question? I can go first. Um... I- yeah, go ahead, Liam. This question came to me just by talking with my girlfriend with her roommate, who are both fans of one of the most disgusting fucking candies, in my opinion. We're getting to that fall season. We're getting to that Halloween kind of feel. I'm, I'm loving it. I'm love. I'm, I like. I kind of like this weather. I hate it in the morning. I like it in the afternoon when it's like seventy degrees and sunny by the water where I'm working. It's beautiful. And I won't say the candy until after because I'm praying to our Lord Jesus Christ that one of you is going to say this. But what is the most disgusting candy that a lot of people enjoy that you are like, what is wrong with you? How do you even eat this? This is disgusting. Yeah, I feel. Oh, wait, that's a switch up of question. I don't eat the candy I'm playing on saying. No, 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 you don't have to eat it. I'm saying other people eat yeah, it. Yeah, neither, like, do, I. neither okay. do I. I was going to say, yeah, no, whether no, no. we do you or don't. don't eat it. No, whether... you don't eat it. The uh, like Someone else eats it, and you're like, that's disgusting. Okay, yeah, because i got to think it's gross. Yeah, you think it's gross. You think it's gross. Obviously. Whether we do or don't uh, mention either of us, the one that you're thinking of, I feel that wh- whoever you give the point to, you're going to approve of both of our answers because – if either of you like what I'm about to say, or if I like what you guys are going to say, I'll be absolutely shocked. I feel like there's enough candies out there that are universally horrible. I guess I'll go first since I'm already talking. Um, and yeah, I figured, Liam, that part of the reason you were bringing it up, because it is almost October, is is because Halloween is around the corner. And although they, they are, apparently they're saying not to go trick-or-treating and, and shit, which is uh, 
you know, a try to hold me. In my house I actually live in. Try to hold me, dude. I I live on like a block with kids and shit. I don't want them coming to my. I don't have to fucking go get anything. I mean, <laughs> I don't see why we can't. Uh, I've never gotten know. candy when I when I was living in Nashville. I've never gotten candy. I've never like thought, oh, maybe someone's gonna knock on my door for. You some mean candy. trigger treaters? Yeah, or, like, trigger treaters. You never went trick or treating in Nashville because oh. like obviously. Well, no, I didn't go trick or treating <laughs> in Nashville because I was twenty three yeah. years old. Well, as you were saying, you're like I, you're like no, I never went out to go buy candy for the said trick or treat. Okay, all right, green yeah. one, well, spit it out because like I'm okay, almost right. convinced. So, I'm almost convinced. Like you like my candy? The, <laughs> no, no. The answer I'm gonna give is probably the same as your answer. But uh, no, I don't. I, think I have so. a backup. I have a backup. But go ahead. Go ahead. We'll see. All right. So I had a few different. Uh, I had a few different. You know, caliber or um. You know, um, requirements of this answer and things. So like going back to what Connor said. Uh, well, so first of all, I'll say another thing I thought about was Jerry Seinfeld has this hilarious bit about how, you know, you go up to certain houses and, you know, old lady puts like an apple candy or something horrible in the fucking bucket. And you're like, God damn it, lady. Give me the goddamn Snickers. Give me the, give me the sugar pretzels, shit. Yeah. God damn it. Like, she's like, oh, it's a healthy snack. Like, get the fuck out of here with that. So, all right. So for me, I'm going with black licorice. Oh, of course. See, I knew it. I knew it. That, no, no, that was the same as yours. Of course, yes. Okay, I have a backup answer, but that is such a clear cut answer. Black Here's a clear cut number one. So clear disgusting. cut number one, and the reason there's a couple reasons. Fuck. Number one, I wanted to pick something, and I'm glad Connor you said that because it furthers my point. I wanted to pick something that most people have like tried because obviously there's some shitty candies out there that people haven't heard of, and there's a reason. But like. What would the fun be in bringing that up for my answer if none of us could relate to it sucking? You know what I'm saying? So it had to be something that I actually tried. And for example, like I know circus peanuts probably suck. And Whoa. yes, that is a real candy, yeah. but I have never personally tried them. So I can't speak to that, Liam, if you like them. I don't They're know, delicious. but they were number one yeah, on a list I that I reviewed uh, <laughs> of candy. But you guys know that meme? Uh, and this thing is, I know PMT does this like verbal meme. You know the meme of the guy looking at the camera, and then one in the top picture he's like, and in the bottom picture he's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm yeah, talking, you know yeah, that exactly meme where it's like he looks excited about something. So like literally picture, and this is why I say this: I pick black licorice because it's such a disrespectful item to exist, <laughs> considering how good red licorice is. I love. Twizzlers. It's like one of my favorite candies. I really, really, really it's fucking love Twizzlers. Guy. And I'll so I'm like saying with that meme, that. the top meme of the guy is like, yo, bro, I got licorice. And the bottom meme is like, yeah, it's black licorice. <laughs> and it's just like, no, like you gotta be fucking Craig, kidding no. me. And then lastly, but still the lastly, only the only form of licorice you like, I know you're saying red licorice, but Greenwald, it, it's called a Twizzler. You know what I mean? If someone if I said to you, I got licorice Greenwald, your first instinct wouldn't be Twizzler, you'd already be skeptical. You'd be like, It would be why did you say why did you say licorice? I'd be yeah. I'd be no, but I, maybe, but I'd be like why am I hanging out with you if it's not Twizzlers? You're a serial killer. Because literally the last thing I was going to say about it too is just hilarious that I saw this when I Googled lic black licorice. It's just that the FDA actually issued a warning three years ago that, quote, black licorice contains a sweetening compound called glycerizin, which can cause a drop in potassium levels. With low levels, some people might experience high blood pressure, swelling, and even congestive heart failure, the FDA says. 
And to that I say, no fucking problem. I'm just fucking fine without it. I need no uh, none of your black licorice, and I can't believe that there are any people out there who like it. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, Connor, I'm 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 honestly shocked that we had the same just because dude, I are you dude? I thought that was so clear cut. Black licorice, so gross. Well, it that, is universally known. As soon known, as as so soon as Dish there. said that, that's like what I thought because I did take a brief glance at some of like the most hated Halloween candies, Greenwald, because I saw that peanut, whatever that peanut candy is called that you just brought up. Circus, I'm yeah, assu- circus peanut. I'm assuming that's why you brought it up from these lists. These lists have like candy corn and stuff like that. That I can't. Candy corn is great. Yeah, I, I don't mind this. What? I, it's I, very Halloween. What? Is this the one? Yes. Is this the one? Yes. Candy oh, corn is disgusting. I like candy you corn. Fucking Fuck pig. you. You are Dude, pigs. wait. Dish. Hey, dish. Back up. You're candy, in the minority. Candy corn is my answer. This candy is a, corn this is my is answer. Oh, let's go, <laughs> Coughlin. Let's fucking oh, go. What? You just said you liked it. No, I don't. <laughs> No, Connor. Connor likes it. my answer. I'm sorry. Get the fuck out of here. What was your answer? What was your backup? So it it wasn't my answer, but I just brought that out of dish, so I deserve it either way. I mean, I just just won that. It's candy corn. I fucking hate candy corn. We both admitted that we like it. My answer. Your reaction said it all. What? (laughs) Yo, my answer, I already won it, but I'm just going to throw out what I was going to say to see if, and I don't know if this is just me, these always made me sick when I was a kid, and it's a classic, like, the little fun size package or something you always get on Halloween. Like rough. But, um, Dots. You guys know Dots, what Dots are? Never, uh, no. Dude, they're disgusting. Let me look them up. Look them up, dude. Dots. There's so a chocolate or a candy no, it's a, it's or like a, a little gummy. It's like little gummy. Dude, they taste like medicine, dude. Yeah, they taste like medicine. Cool. They would make my stomach sick, like just having a couple of them. They take like like they taste like chemicals. They're like chewy. They're, they're like a gross kind of like. But they're always stale too. They're yeah. almost always you stale. You don't get a good doc. You don't get. Oh, uh, you don't get. You, no, you don't. You don't. But candy corners is my candy, candy corn is my final fucking final answer. Dude. Fucking disgusting. I think I can picture what dots are. You would actually. know. You would know the logo of the but, box because you. Yeah, you would definitely know it if you saw it. It's like, like a little yellow. Oh box. Yeah, 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 yeah. Disgusting. Yeah, That's, they're, they're fucking yeah, gross. These are. Oh yeah, gross. dude. By the way, I saw on some lists, and I'm only saying this because in the top left of the dots box it says Tootsie. Uh, Tootsie I saw some people gross. were some people. Too, Tootsie Dude, rolls are they were on a lot of phenomenal. lists. I know, they're so they good. They were on a lot of lists. Tootsie rolls are so good. That's probably people who don't like chocolate, though. If you don't like chocolate, you're going to hate. God, those Tootsie people rolls. suck. No, I agree. Real quick, what's your guys' favorite candy? I'm just curious. Dude, I don't fucking know. That's I like tough. Probably like a, like a Twix bar. Twix Definitely not Twix. I, I'm going Definitely Airheads. I love <laughs> Airheads. <laughs> Definitely not Airheads either. I don't know. A good, nice Irish chocolate, you know? I feel like Connor would be, uh, I thought you would have said like Sour Patch. No, best gummies, oh, high chews. High chews are the best gummies around. I don't care what True, true, definitely. I, I, I stand by that. High chews yeah, are I'll die on to... that hill any day. Any All right, wait. So, Liam, Connor's giving himself the point. Are yes, you dude. Candy corn. Oh, candy corn, I, dude. I, as soon as I heard but it. But that wasn't his answer. I probably went like that. I I'm told over you. It. I'm if over you it. said it, Greedle, I told you if you said my answer, you <laughs> win. He said my answer. I'm not. I'm not. Gonna yeah. Well, he got it out of that. He got it out of you. And I, I guess it's fair because I. I can't. I don't even want the point if candy corn being bad. Dude, candy corn is fucking candy corn, gross, dude. It's disgusting. A. I like candy corn, and B. I think it's very like representative of halloween so if you don't like it it's just kind of like 
You're you're a Halloween hater. Oh, you know? oh, there. Now that the point is officially mine, Greenwood, I totally agree with you. But uh, yeah, the point I, yeah, <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. It's, it's no honesty, and I, I like that. I won. All right, Greenwald, what's your question, Greenwald? Yeah, so my question, I, I honestly can't even remember, and I tried to think about it today when I told you guys the question, what what inspired it in my head. Um, I, I don't know if I was thinking about the East Coast, West Coast, or what it was exactly, but I know that I was just listening to rap music at some point recently, and I was just thinking, you know, a lot of these people, they come from these different areas, a lot of the rappers, and they rep their hoods. I think you know what it was, was the fact that I'm like, I wonder if Eminem and Big Sean even really like each other, just the fact that they're from Detroit, like they really fuck with each other, and that's, and you know, I'm sure that that's kind of the case in a lot of situations, and obviously there was East-West battling, but long story short, it had me got to thinking, you know, there's a lot of great places that can claim to have some of the best rappers and be the best rap city in the world, and I was curious if you guys had to pick, you know, what city developed the best rappers and or rap groups Easy so one. you know what city reps the best rappers or rap groups and uh yeah all ahead. right so i'm up first i figure uh just simply it's gotta be like new york la chicago or atlanta and i'm kind of i mean i have the luxury of going first this time i was gonna go licorice i guess that was a blessing in disguise that i didn't end up going first last time but I'm kind of, I'm guessing Dish might say New York because he's from New York. But my answer, regardless, it was between Atlanta and New York. But uh, I'm going with Atlanta for sure. I think the current sounds happening at this moment, they're very inspired. Like those trap sounds from Future and Young Thug who like demand respect, no doubt about it. Absolute gods. And I think that kind of stems from Gucci Mane a little bit, who is Gucci. an, an important... An important historical figure in rap, whether you're into his music or not, Greenwald. <laughs> and then, yeah. and then on top of everything, to really like kind of put those pieces together, because I mean, I, I mentioned Future and Young Thug, but all all those trap sounds are coming out of Atlanta. I mean, Twenty One Savage, Migos has kind of fallen off a little bit, but I mean, Migos were absolutely huge too. So many acts coming out of Atlanta always, and we know like. Within another year or two, there'll be a couple of other rap superstars from Atlanta, too. That's just the way it is. But also, too, I mean... Wait, is 2 Chainz from Atlanta? 2 Chainz also, thank you. And But a big selling point for me was uh, OutKast. Uh, be originating in the 90s, being from Atlanta, not at all comparable to Atlanta's sounds at the moment, but it also puts a little bit of respect on Atlanta's name, too. That respect for the lyrical rap abilities, or maybe that woke rapping, or, you know, rapping about deeper issues or whatever. Outcasts, particularly early Outcast, Bombs Over Baghdad, those types of songs, uh, they're pretty fucking woke for their time. Uh, kind of like, I don't know, like I'm sure Dish is going to touch on Nas and like other lyrical rappers, maybe, if he is going... New York and Atlanta's got a taste of that with Outcast too. But especially I mean Future and Young Thug, come on. Come on. Twenty one Savage, like just that all those sounds coming out of Atlanta. All the rappers rap about Atlanta, like it's it's fucking Atlanta, baby. But Dish, what do you got? Yeah, so no, and I respect that and I respect kind of where music is headed towards right now. And obviously I did choose New York just because I'm from New York. I love New York. Hip hop originated in the Bronx of New York. I'm going New York a hundred, a hundred out of a hundred fucking times. You have Notorious B.I.G., Nas, like you said, Jay-Z, Wu-Tang, 
more recent a boogie with the hoodie a tribe called quest asap who is my favorite rapper of all time okay okay i love asap asap people but people don't even really think of ASAP, in my opinion, that much when they think of New York. He's uh, from Harlem. Dude, he mentions it dude. in multiple songs, though. No, like, I yeah, no, I get that. that. Oh, he doesn't he doesn't hide it that he's from New York. But like when Six Nine came out of jail, everyone was talking about the King of New York, and it was between like Six Nine, a Boogie in the hoodie, yeah. and, and, and Lil TJ. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I agree. And, no. and, wow. and six nine, that's, six nine, that's a fucking joke too. And a boogie in the hoodie. I'm not hating on him, but he's not. King he's not of New great. York, I'm not a, a boogie in the hoogie, whatever the fuck his name no, is. Like, come no, on, it's terrible. I'm like right now from New York, but if we're looking at rap of all time from the city, I think most people are automatic. Even if you're from New York, if you're not from New York, even you said you were between New York and Atlanta, but you probably picked Atlanta because you knew I was gonna pick New York. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have ever, even fucking Tupac, before he went to the West Coast, he was born and raised, or maybe not raised, but he Maryland, was Maryland, bro. He was born in fucking Baltimore, dude. So. <laughs> but it's still the excuse. <clears throat> in recent years, I think New York's kind of a joke. Ray I actually like, I actually like Pop Smoke, and I'm saying that not in too much fear, because I know Greenwald Fitty? wasn't that big of a Pop Smoke fan. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not giving Fitty? up too much on, when I say that. But other than Pop Smoke, and like I said, I know Greenwald isn't a big fan. Dude, 6 9 Lil TJ, A Boogie in the Hoodie. Like I said, no one's saying ASAP Rocky. I would like Dish, that, I'll but give he's you, not commanding that respect lately. I give you I give you one last chance just to say if there's any like anything about what Connor said about Atlanta that you would want to take issue with. Cause, um, the only thing I'm taking issue know, with he's, Atlanta, he's, like, I agree. Obviously, some of the more prominent stars in rap Atlanta, are going <laughs> are from atlanta but if you look on what hip-hop was created on what everyone is kind of styling themselves off of what everyone looks up to you're looking up to the biggie smalls you're looking up to 50 cent you're looking up to nas you're looking, you're looking up, up to the DMX. future and young thug bro right now it's no doubt all right, all right. All you're right. no I'm doubt making, looking I'm at atlanta not new york rappers i'm making the judgment and i think i i gotta i i wanted to see New York sold better, Liam, but I got to give it to Connor because he dictated his argument better. I love what you just said there. And if you centered that your argument more around that and how New York was the foundation of rap rather than just listing out these people, Connor did a better job of explaining kind of the development and evolution of rap in Atlanta. And I do think Connor doesn't his argument, which was focused on Atlanta commanding the scene right now was definitely apt and connor one person and also show i'm surprised you didn't mention is donald glover coming from atlanta and even though he's not technically a rapper he's really put a lot of that shit in the spotlight every single episode features all because it's real from and atlanta because and, and because i do disagree with that final point that you just said if dish elaborated on you would have given the point I don't agree with that. No one in 2020 is going, oh, I want to be like Biggie. Dude, they're like, they want to be like Future and Young Thug. And I know there's kind of like pockets of rap, like all over the US. But overall, like if if somebody's rapping on SoundCloud in Oklahoma, I'm convinced they're going to be trying to sound like the Atlanta rappers. They're not trying to sound like Biggie Smalls. That's just like old definitely There's definitely a lot more of an ability to get into the rap scene and on the rap scene and more, and a, uh, definitely a huge market for that too and again I, I i'm with you and i'm and i'm and i'm totally aligned with you there but you know even like j cole for example obviously who, who d- isn't from north new york carolina. but you know came from north carolina to new york where he kind of like became himself there is definitely still 
you know, the, the, the Godfathers uh, who are still in the game, in yeah. the Godfathers who are still in the game, like, you know, Jay-Z's not, like, yeah. that active in rap still, per se, but he is still kind of, like, this Godfather figure, yeah, but you know, so- overseeing a lot of things and stuff. I mean, again, I'm with you, and I think Atlanta is, is, is dominating the scene right now. And so many rappers, so many rappers from a, smaller, from a smaller city or whatever... Where do they go to? They're not going to New York. They go to Atlanta. Literally, dude, the strip club yeah. capital, the rap radio capital, like just the the rap clubs in general. Like that's where that's where no, all the producers I'm, I'm are that. too. Metro Boomin, all those guys are. All the producers are in Atlanta I'm as well. That. So that's where they're going. Like I yeah. said, I'm, I'm going to be I'm New York till and, I die. And, and also, I, I will say that place. is that is what made me think of the question. I just realized is that the new dissect season. Shout out dissect, one of my favorite podcasts is on because the internet and he's been talking about like childish Gambino's like upbringing in Atlanta and the Atlanta music scene and blah, blah, blah. And that is what made me think of it actually, ironically. But I, 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 Liam, I, I do think you had a lot of good points there. I think Connor's argument just kind of flowed a little bit better of an ebb and flow. I think I do just have a personal preference for New York rappers just cause I've been around that for most of the time. I, mean, I don't for really the like most part, right I now. do as well, except for young thug who is, you know, I know you love young thug. thug. Yeah. And I do think he is the current godfather of like, I want to call him a godfather. Artists. I'd call him like a, he is to those kids that Connor's talking about for the like, sake of time. Let's move on. We could definitely have yeah. many more discussions on that in the future. All right. I'm kind future. of changing this up. This is a little bit different than most of the questions we've asked so far, but I think it'll be fun. All right, here's my task. Overall, if I had to kind of put it in question form or challenge form, it's really going to be best foreign accent. Okay, meaning like you're supposed I'm to so sound fucked. like a foreign language person so speaking English. So, so uh, give, us a, give us a little introduction of your, I don't know where you're from. Maybe you're from Italy. Maybe you're from France, Spain, China. I don't know. But give us a little introduction with your character, maybe we'll jump in, ask you little questions, but we're testing your ability of a of a foreign accent right now. So uh, who's yeah, up first? I think I go first. I'm, for I'm so <laughs> fucked. I, I don't even know how to pronounce names, but. <laughs> Oi, mates! Bloody brilliant day we got out here today. <laughs> Test, dude, I said it can't be. Earlier yeah, on, it can't I be specified. English. It has to have its own language. <laughs> I meant to that be it can't be. That it, yeah, but I said. You know, that, you know, you know what I have to say to this. You know, you know what I said to this. Okay, what do you have this to say is, to this? This? this is very disrespectful to the question. I agree. Very disrespectful. I agree. To the uh, I agree. This is what I have to say to this. This is what I have to say to this. I agree, Vladimir. Thank you. And it's because dish. What I said, Not Vladimir, was, bro. I wanted you to be able to guess it. But well, that's, stick to on. the accent. I don't know why you're going out of accent. No, dish, that was the accent. The point of the that question, was, dish, was. To not be like English speaking, so it couldn't be Irish, it couldn't be English or Australian. But that was pretty shitty oh, anyway. So God. keep it up, keep it up. No, I I bet Greenwald can beat you even even if you keep with Australian. So well, I'm, I, I I'm I am disappointed. This. I'm a little disappointed. You didn't know who I am. You don't know where I come from. You don't know. Oh, shut up, mate. You're you're a celebrity. Shut up, mate. Are you a celebrity, Vladimir? No, 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 no. You don't know what Twitter is. You don't know. You don't know where I come from. Oh, you're Doron? Are you Doron? <laughs> Dish, stick with the accent, please. We're getting closer. Are you Doron? Where's that, mate? Doron's from my country. It's from, we've come from the Philippines. All right, so you're Israeli. So you're Israeli. Yes, yes, I'm Israeli. We love Hamas. We love Fizzy Bublich. 
Okay, okay, uh, Mr. Israeli, tell me a little bit more about yourself. Fucking blow. Uh, you know, I come from Israel. I love my people. I love hummus. <laughs> I love uh, machine guns. I hate the Arabs. You know how it is. Okay, yeah, I know how it is. Mr. Kangaroo, what do you think? Y'all got a blooming onion on the grill, mate? <laughs> what? <laughs> Boys, Dude, I, this is fucking pathetic. I, I, <laughs> This is embarrassing. You come to the, the three little Fonzies. You come here to deliver. So, Doron, what did you think of our pronunciation a couple weeks ago when I was saying Doron and, and our other host that's not here right now, Greenwald, he was saying drone like a fucking loser. idiot. What do, what do you think, Mr. Israel? First of all, your friend Jack, he said it very accurately. It's, it's his friend, Doron. <laughs> Is you know the small, you know the small, the small boy that can't grow facial hair. Yeah, that's who we're talking about. Jack, I have you know seen, him. I have seen his sink. I have seen the pubes on Lots this man. Of Jack. Hair. Lots I've, of I've hair. I've seen the sink. pubes on this man. Um, <laughs> and he is, he is a man. <laughs> is this dish, like give me something. Give me something to work like with. Dish. Try to salvage a point. This is the fucking worst Australian accent I've ever heard. Well, mate, not very good at any accents, to be honest. <laughs> I'm trying my best out here. I'm trying my best. Oh, it's pretty good. I give it a little, take a little. I love Outback. I love Outback. I Dish love might win back this point. Dish might win back this point. That wasn't so bad. Pumpernickel bread. Are you give the point to me? Doran, what do, do you think? Australian. I can do better Australian accent right now. All right, give me one. <laughs> Fuck you, mate. Let's get some shrimp, Rod. Put it out on the barbie. Oh. Have a nice little barbecue. Oh, not good. Jackman's from Australia. We like our rose. Channeling like his little study. Chris late Chris Lilly. I thought he was Israeli. Nah. Oh, that's a good. Never mind. I thought he was Israeli. Now he's Australian. He's not one of I my mates. Took, I don't I know this took, mate. I wish you took a better chance with this one, Liam. Dude, I was hoping I, you were gonna. I, like, I thought it was gonna be dive Australian. off the deep end, dude. Here. I can't. I cannot do accent. Like I tried my best. I, I thought Connor, I was you've look already good, won right? two points, so it doesn't even matter who you give this to in terms of victory. But but, but it's got to be Greenwald. It's embarrassing if you give it to Liam. This no, yeah, it's got to be. Shame. I was just trying. Didn't even answer the question. I was just trying to put the light of fire on your ass a little bit, Greenwald. See what else I could bring out of you in the <laughs> accent when I said Dish might win the point. But yeah, Dish, that was fucking horrible, bro. No, for the record, horrible. for the record, I, all I, I did, question, and I was right. gonna say the same thing to you, Liam. If you're gonna do an Australian accent, is to imitate, like. An Outback Steakhouse Dude, commercial, which is basically like, what I, I did. I know, but I can't do that. Like, I cannot physically put on an accent for my... I yeah, can barely you, put, you put your heart English. and soul into it. I can it. barely speak English. You like, should have done a Long Island accent then. But, Connor, I was going to say, bro... Tone? We a, getting tone I, I involved? I say this all the time. I say Where's this tone? all the time. Yeah, we do, we, we do tone? need tone. We do need tone in here. We need tone. But I, I say this all the time. Like, I, if you watch Zohan, which is what I base my accent off of, I've been to Israel, and I swear to God, that is exactly how they talk. They no, exaggerate the shit good. out of it, but, like, literally that is exactly how they talk. And they are, you know, again, it's obviously a movie and it's dramatized, but it, they literally do put hummus on everything. They do love their fizzy bubbly drink. They do love their machine guns, and they hate the Palestinians. Like, that's all true and all exaggerated in the movie, but it's pretty factual. No, that is... Uh, it's based in fact. That was a good accent. No, I liked it. We gotta get Easy points. I think this this could be something that uh, we explore again in the future. Dish, we could definitely hear better out of you. I can we though? I don't think we can. Yeah, dude, I think so. And I was just gonna say we weren't gonna reveal this, but we had to cut out for our listeners 
Dish's first attempt was a, a little Chinese boy, and it was just so racist. What? That we had yeah, to cut I couldn't it. keep that We in couldn't here. keep it, so... What so are you talking we, about? We, we apologize that Dish had to switch it up to Australian. But that we just never dished. happened. We couldn't use did that, that Chinese boy. Did, that, it was that, that was just... Was that that was just, Connor is reporting was this. this. I don't know what you're talking about. That was just my so inconsiderate, that little Chinese boy. Except we cannot let that go out there into the airwaves. So we apologize for Dish's shitty backup accent. We just couldn't use his, <laughs> his Chinese one. Yeah, um, no shot. Sorry, but. but boys, let's wrap this up. Just about, uh, we got. let's give our movie recommendations super quick. But I mean, the Celtics game's on right now. So we got to wrap this yeah. up. Movie recommendations real quick. I'll go first. Boogie Nights. With, no one said Boogie oh. Nights yet. Oh. Mark Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, kind of like about the porn industry back in the days in L.A. Funny, interesting, kind of like a cool 90s-styled movie. That's it. We're, we're wrapping it up. We're, we're giving you the movie recommendations quick this week. But Boogie Nights, quite a classic. Check it out. What about you guys? Dope cast. One of my favorite opening scenes of all time. Best of My Love is an incredible jam. I'll actually touch... I actually brought this uh, show up briefly. I'm going with a TV show this week. I brought it up briefly last week. I'm going with The Boys. It's on Amazon Prime. It's actually in the middle of its second season right now. It is so fucking good. It's a superhero show, It is unlike any show I've ever seen. Yeah, but it's basically about what if superheroes didn't use their power for good. Uh, A, they were like among us and they were alive. It's as if they made all the money that the Avengers movies make, but they make them in real life. And they use their powers for bad purposes. And it follows this group of vigilantes as they basically go up against these superpowered individuals. And the villain, his name is Homelander, Homelander, the, the leader of the seven, which is like the seven main heroes. He is the most absurd character of all time that I've ever seen. All I will say, there is a scene with him and uh, there's a super character named like Doppelganger. So they can essentially be whoever you want. And this guy is so obsessed with himself. He has the, the doppelganger thing, like, turns into himself and almost gives him a blowjob. It's the most absurd thing ever. Like, what? I'm telling you, just watch. Like, it's it's hilarious, ridiculous, super things. violent graphic. Watch it. It's absurd. Liam, you would fucking love it. Yeah, no. So don't even say things. anything. And I promise you, too, when you guys get to that scene, you'll be like, that was the most absurd <laughs> thing I've ever seen. So trust so, me. Yep. So I uh, obviously... Just a quick disclaimer before, if you haven't seen the trailer to WandaVision, definitely check it out. I was reading earlier today, it was compared to, I think that trailer has gotten just as many views as the Endgame trailer for Avengers got after the Super Bowl. So it's going to be out on Disney+, Plus, a part of the MCU. And this is the first year since 2009 the MCU hasn't had one movie. So definitely check out WandaVision on Disney+. I haven't Plus. even heard of that. Yeah, it's a Disney... Is that a movie no, or no, a trailer? It's a, it's a TV show. It's for a TV show. It's a trailer for a television show, WandaVision. That's going to be on Disney+, Plus, which is a sect of the MCU. I don't even know what you're saying. Are you saying one division Wa- or Wanda. One? WandaVision. Wanda and you're saying, Vision. though, that this series is out? No, no, no. It's coming out. I was just putting it as a disclaimer because you, one of you just oh. mentioned the MCU beforehand. And I read an article today about how this trailer got, uh, like... Almost as much traffic as the end. He gets a little tickle in his balls every time he says. Oh, I love MC. I love saying it. I love everyone knowing Avengers. And you were like, someone mentioned the MCU. Oh, MCU? Who me? But however, I am going with and someone. I think Coughlin, you mentioned Chris Lilly earlier. I'm going Angry Boys. I did um, Blue Uh, Mountain State last week, 
and I actually got two or three replies from people like, how do people not know about this? Or how did I not know about this? I've never seen this show before in my life. Angry Boys is a little easier. You can watch that on HBO. Done by Chris Lilly. Just just watch the first season. It's one season. Go through it. It's the funniest fucking not show. For the, uh, not life. for the faintly liberal of heart. Yeah, not for the green version. That's all I'll say. But call you. <laughs> no, no, I fucking I love it. I'm just saying right. if you're like, if you're very politically correct. It's complicated not, because, uh, yeah, there's there's blackface in Angry Boys. So it's it's And very... also Asian, Asian face or whatever you want to call that like so yeah it is it is summer high tie would have been a little bit more pc although in a, in he a, uses the n-word too but like in a i don't know I mean, there's no uh, good way to use it but describe ooh, you guys describe are making what he does you guys are making it sound terrible <laughs> holy shit i did not it's know an, it's, so it's the funniest direct. fucking show it's hilarious it's the funniest show. fucking it's very show. lighthearted. it is easy watch one season take a peek at it yeah, take a glance. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Uh, what was his latest show? It was, was the one on Netflix. It was the one on Netflix. Okay, so I want to say, dumbass, our buddy Teeter has been like raving about that show lately. Be like, oh, it's Chris Lilly. It's so great. I can't lie. That show. It's terrible. And it, it was like his it's first so Netflix bad. show because he used to have Lunatics. Lunatics. So bad. Terrible. Not, not even close. Not, because you need the HBO Also, come platform. on, bro. You need the HBO We made platform. it... How many episodes did we make it? We made it 12, I think, 13 episodes without using that man's yeah, don't, name don't, on the pod. It's just like the drop. It's like an unknown thing. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll cut, I wanted we'll him to be we'll put blast we'll on that. Name. I wanted him to be put blast. I wanted him to be associated with Lunatics because that is not something you want to be no, associated with. it's a terrible with. show. Watch Chris Lily. Watch Angry Boys. You're going to have... Or Jonah from Tonga. Summer High Tide. But over over, over Jonah from Tonga, in my opinion, Jonah from Tonga is in it. Agreed, but I put Angry Boys in number one personally. Then Summer I Tie, but different characters from each. That'd be a great question. Rank the top ten Chris Lilly questions. Look up characters. Chris Lilly. Just don't let it be Lunatics. It's easy access because it's on Netflix. But woo, yeah, it is, get that it HBO is underwhelming. Max. It is very underwhelming. HBO knows what they're doing. But I think we'll uh, we'll sign off on that note because that is those are some of the all time comedy shows. Thank you for mentioning one of them, Dish. And uh, anything no. else we got to mention before we go, guys? Oh, Toad. No. Uh, yeah, you got more football, NBA playoffs, like great stuff to watch. The first presidential debate will have happened by the time our next episode. When so. is it next? Wednesday night? Good Lord. No. You know, that'll be that'll be a fun one. It's Tuesday. Yeah. It's a week from yesterday. Oh, perfect. So we can record next Wednesday. We'll have a lot to say. Perfect. Sure All right, guys. Don't to forget discuss. to subscribe to us. Uh, what else besides subscribe? Uh, give subscribe, us a review. Leave a review. Give us five stars. Yeah, do all that shit. Follow us on Hit social media. Hit up Toad. With your Tell friends. him to foe. Tell him to foe. And stay tuned, guys. Next Thursday, we're out of here. Three little Fonzies. Peace. Foe. We're all gonna be like three little Fonzies here. We're gonna be cool. We gon' be cool. We gon' be cool. I know, I know, I know. We gon' be cool. We gon' be cool. We gon' be cool.